You're listening to the MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update Podcast with host Fifi Peters. Woolworths are coming out with its results, its first half results, also reporting its highest interim earnings ever for the 26 weeks ended December. So that's a record interim earnings for Woolworths, saying that its headline earnings per share jumped 75% uh, in the period. We do have the CEO, uh, Roy Bagatini, on the market update for more on what's going on across his stores here in South Africa as well as Australia. Roy, good to speak to you again. I want to talk to you about the interventions that you are making as a group to try and keep prices as low as possible. And I say that because your statement does show us that food inflation in your business is running a lot lower than at the national level and also a lot lower than what we have seen some of your peers in the industry report. My question is, how are you affording to keep food inflation in your business relatively lower and how long can you afford to do so? Yeah, good evening, Fifi, and good evening to, uh, to the listeners, uh, and thanks for the opportunity. Uh, a very important question uh, for us, uh, and certainly in the context of uh, a number of the macro challenges, uh, this would stand out as, as one of the, uh, the important things that we are doing. Um, our inflation running at around 6, uh, 6.5%, 6.8%, in fact, uh, versus uh, headline, which is a couple of percent higher than that. Uh, a number of reasons for that, uh, Fifi. I mean, uh, for a start, uh, you know, we have a, a fairly... Integrated supply chain. Um, you know, many of our food suppliers are in fact exclusive to us. So we have a uh, you know a well-synchronized, integrated supply chain value chain. Uh, and so together with suppliers, we work collectively or in partnership, collaboratively on a number of the challenges we face, including including price and, and price inflation. Uh, and so we look for efficiencies uh, within the system before we ultimately um, maybe pass them on to customers or try and offset them somewhere else in the system. In addition to that, um, uh, you know, when you look at our business mix, we are predominantly a fresh food business. Uh, around 65 to 70 percent of what we do sell is what we would define in our fresh categories. Um, and in some of those categories, uh, you know, food inflation or price inflation has been relatively low. Um, so that's obviously been been helpful to us. Uh, in addition to that, we've investing around 750 million rand uh, in uh, selected categories and selected products. To, to sustain uh, and, and retain pricing at accessible levels uh, for, uh, for our customers. So a range of different things that, that we're doing, um, you know, to, to ensure that uh, and to ensure that we may remain viable and, and accessible to, uh, to our customers who trust, who trust what we do and, and really believe in our brand. Mm-hmm. Uh, what has happened in this uh, period with the more aggressive power cuts uh, that we've seen? I mean, uh, for instance, uh, when we do grocery shopping at home, we don't buy a whole lot because of the power cuts and you don't want a whole lot of stuff to get spoiled in your yeah. fridge. And I'd just like to understand from you how you are managing your fresh uh, produce. You do indicate that uh, one of the uh, cost uh, factors that did hit your earnings this time around was increased wastage. So how, how, uh, what yeah. is waste looking like as a result of food that perhaps you've had to yeah. chuck out because of load shedding? Yes, I mean, I think, uh, you know, uh, there are two, two, two sort of factors here. One is just, uh, you know, the load shedding impacts and, 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 the, and the, the break in supply chain or the interruption in our, in our cold chain. And the other one is just the ability to plan for demand in a very volatile context. So uh, what, what is very important to us, uh, as you know, is this uh, proposition that we have around quality. 
It is so central to uh, everything we do, and it is absolutely something we do not compromise on. It's sacrificing to this business and what this business has been built on. And underpinning that is an uninterrupted cold chain. So we actually um, you know, manage that. We've been, we've been doing this now for, for, for many years. I mean, we go back uh, you know, a couple of decades in terms of the investments we've been making in our backup supply of, of energy, of power. Uh, we've also begun investing very significantly in renewables. Uh, uh, and through this process, I mean, this is something we do all the time, given the importance of the uninterrupted coal chain. And you may know that, uh, you know, if, uh, if any of our food is... Um, out of the uh, the cold chain, or uh, for more than eight consecutive mi- minutes, we actually remove that uh, from from our shelves. It's not fit for sale, uh, and we we then accelerate the distribution of that to food banks and food charities and so on. But it does drive up uh, your waste, uh, as you as you pointed out. But uh, we're not going to compromise uh, on on our standards here. It's what our customers um, you know sort of have come to really appreciate and value from us and trust us for. And we see that as, a, in fact, a, a, an important advantage, uh, you know. So, you know, but not, notwithstanding all of this, uh, we've still been able to grow uh, uh, profitably, mm-hmm. uh, you know, within the foods business, uh, you know. So it's a, it, is a, it is an increasing cost, but something that we've been able to offset with other things that we've done. All right. Oh, you do a whole lot more than food, as uh, many people who visit your stores do know. You sell a whole lot of clothes and beauty uh, accessories and uh, even homeware and in fact I was having a debate with a friend earlier on about the uh, clothing and about whether you got your fashion mix right this time around. I was disappointed in previous periods where you had reduced your Studio W offering, but it seems as though that's been ramped up uh, a bit more and there's a whole lot more in your fashion offering. How are your uh, consumers responding to it and do you think you've got the mix right this time around? Yes, I mean, you know, for a fashion business and turning it around, uh, you know, is, a, is, is something that typically takes a couple of seasons and we've been at it for a couple of seasons and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm really pleased with the fact that we have shifted this business. We've turned it around We've got it going in the right direction. There's still a lot more we can do. Uh, but part of what we've done here is really focus on the customer, understanding us as a brand and why we'd be relevant to a customer. Uh, we've built this business on quality over quantity, and that's what we need to get back to, and that's what we are getting back to. Uh, we do quality very well. Uh, it is a differentiator for us. And so really dialing that in to what we do has been important. But more important uh, as well, or equally important, is the, um, the focus we've had on rationalizing what we do. We've edited our offering very significantly, focusing on really core categories and products within those categories. So we've rationalized the number of garments or number of products we have available, and we're making it easier for the customers to shop. And we're also seeing that what we're designing and bringing to market is, in fact, resonating much more with customers. And we see that based on the fact that our, price, our full price sales the price that we sort of designed to sort of sell the product at, that is increasing as a percentage of our overall revenue. So a very positive development, and that uh, obviously underpins the growing profitability of this business, which uh, we're very, very pleased with. Mm -hmm. Balancing uh, the discussion, Roy, what worries you about the current economic environment right now and what the picture could look like in your six months ahead? Yeah, I mean, there's no question that we're, we're, we're not immune to the macro context. Uh, you know, I think uh, all, all consumer businesses uh, would be having to deal and navigate the obstacle course of, of uh, higher interest rates, inflation, uh, softening consumer demand, uh, worsening load shedding, in fact, over the next six months. Uh, 
but we feel confident that we can deliver positive earnings growth in, in our second half. Uh, you know, in our businesses, we have what we call uh, self-help opportunities. There are many opportunities for us to do things better, to do things differently, to do things more effectively and efficiently. And, and so we're a little bit away, a long way off from, from having to look to the, uh, the context around the business as an alibi as to why we may not perform as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we've also got the strongest balance sheet that we've had in more than a decade. And now with the uh, potential sale of David Jones, our management bandwidth uh, is going to shift to uh, focusing on our businesses here in, in, in South Africa and, of course, our COG business. So uh, we're really doubling down on our growth ambitions and, uh, and uh, you know, are, are feeling fairly positive, in fact, in a context, clearly, but feeling fairly positive about uh, about the future of our business. Sure, because I saw uh, just a parting shot in payments going higher this time around, and I was just wondering whether this was a function of your consumer starting to uh, crack under the pressure of the cost of living crisis and also unemployment being pretty high. Yes, no, I mean, I do think that, uh, you know, consumers are, are under pressure. There's no question. And, uh, you know, obviously we, we try and understand our customers' Uh, really well in the most granular level of detail. We have a lot of data that we work with and we, we use those data to give us perspectives and insights as to what customers are, are looking for, what they're experiencing, what they really need. Uh, but, uh, you know, our consumer still appears to be in fairly good shape. Um, we're seeing that in the sales growth we're generating uh, and, and most importantly, as I say, in what we call full-price sales, both in our food and in our clothing business. So, um, you know, I think we're really strengthening uh, you know, our overall value proposition, and that's important to the customer. Uh, you know, so, um, as I say, I mean, that sort of underpins what I mentioned earlier on about our, our, our sort of the positive, our positive outlook for, for our business over the, over the coming months. Okay. Roy, thanks so much for giving us that detail. We'll leave it there. Roy Bagatini, he's the CEO at Woolworths. You've been listening to another MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update podcast, uploaded weekdays at 7 p.m. For more MoneyWeb podcasts, go to moneyweb.co.za or the app and follow MoneyWeb News for daily updates.